Why does that get a day? Other things don't get a day. Your relationship is just so important you get a whole day for it. So, Andrew. So, Maya Daniels. Today, we are going to talk about the day of love. Oh, that's coming up, isn't it? It is. February 14th, Valentine's Day. Such such love in the world. So much love. You know, you watch the news and you think, oh, everyone just loves each other. Let's celebrate it. So much love in our country right (laughs) now. Clearly. But. But. There is a lot of love, typically, on February 14th. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Why is it February 14th? Do you know? I do, actually. There's several stories as of why Valentine's Day is the day it is right okay. now. But I've proceeded to choose my favorite. <laughs> as you should. It's your uh, podcast. <laughs> well, and this is also probably the most popular one okay. that I came across. So in the third century, there was this Roman emperor named Claudius II. Okay. And... Sounds like a real tool. Right? He kind of Claudius II? Yeah. He just has like little man syndrome or something. He's kind of bitter about his life. Classic. Right. So he sets a ban on all his soldiers saying that they can't get married because he believes that marriage makes men weak. Well, love is weakness. So That's a fact. <laughs> is it? Men. <laughs> men. Yeah. And ladies. And ladies. And ladies. So he set a ban on marriage and there is this guy named St. Valentine who came in Saved the day and essentially married all these couples of these lovers. So is it like secret marriages? Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of underground. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he started marrying all these people and da-da-da-da-da, Claudius found out. Classic Claudius. Classic Claudius. So he sentenced him to death. (laughs) Valentine? St. Valentine. Okay. Um, But while he was being held... Before he was executed, he fell in love with his guard's daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before he was executed, dare I ask about the age difference on that one? See, I don't actually know, but I we can of, we can probably question that. It was probably very creepy. She's probably like fourteen or something. Yeah, he was probably like old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's avoid that for now. For now. So he fell in love with her, and before he was executed, he wrote her a note. Kind of like we do in today's mm-hmm. card world. And he signed it from your Valentine. From your, I guess it makes sense. From your Valentine. Like from your Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, what if it would have been that? God, if I ever sign a card from your Andrew, just shoot me now. See, I feel like that's something you would do though. <sighs> Maybe we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the origins of Valentine's Day. So that was the third century? Yes. So were people sending cards... All the time for all those hundreds of th- uh, hundreds of years. No, so they weren't actually. Um, the first like recorded n- official note or Valentine was in 1415 by the Duke of Orleans. Okay, and then it kind of became popular again with Shakespeare. He mentioned it in Hamlet. Did he really? He did. You know, I played first grave digger in Hamlet in That's high school. One of my favorite parts. First grave digger. Yeah, it was a big hit. You know. I mean, clearly, I, I had the hardest part to play in Hamlet. Well, I think you were the star of the show, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Did you get to hold the skull and everything? Yeah, it was a real human skull, too. Oh, that's really One gross. of the science teachers, she just had it for some reason. She was really cool. And she just let us use the skull, and she, like, told us that it was a woman who lived in the 50s. <laughs> but it's kind of trippy holding someone's skull. I'll tell you that now. I can only imagine. I don't really have any desire to ever do that. Anyway. Anyway. 
Shakespeare mentions it in Hamlet around the same time that letters and cards start circulating around Europe. And then the real commercialization comes in the early 20th century when Hallmark produces its first Valentine card. Oh. Yes. So they really brought it brought it into the mainstream. They brought it into the mainstream. And now Valentine's Day is a $20 billion industry. $20 billion? Just from people buying chocolates and stuff? Yep. I guess it makes sense. I kind of find that Valentine's Day candy is the best candy that you get. Oh, out of all the holidays? Because Halloween candy, you get some weird Snickers-y, peanut-y stuff that no one really likes. Mm-hmm. But And then Christmas. Christmas is good, but, you know, you get... Christmas is homemade, fresh. That, yeah. It's, it's a different genre. Of- but I'm just a sucker for the little hearts that have the little words on them. Those make me feel so They're not so even that good, good tasting, but they're just so fun. They're fun. They make you feel good about yourself. <laughs> I think so. And, you know, M&M's has the special colors. Yeah. So in elementary school, did you do this too, where... You have to bring a valentine for everybody. Yeah, you had to bring it for the whole class. Clearly the result of, you know, decades in which, you know, our parents didn't get valentines and then had psychological trauma and... So they forced it on us. So they forced it on us, which I think is a good choice. But in first grade, I, you know, it was my first experience giving valentines. And there was the girl who sat near me, first grade, who I won't mention, I won't say the name of, but... She'll know. Okay. <laughs> and I made her a special Valentine, and I got that, you know that doily paper you can get? Yes. Oh, yeah. It was real frou-frou. <laughs> and, you know, I had a special, like, I really care about you, written in little letters. Aww. Um, It was pretty cute. That sounds pretty cute. I was pretty into this girl, you know, as you can be when you're five. So what happened? Well, I showed up to school that day, all excited to give it to her, and everyone had these store-bought, you know, Disney princess Pixar ones. Super gendered valentines. Oh, yeah, you know, because if you're a guy, you have to get the superhero ones. and It's a whole thing. It's just what you do. That's a thing for another podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was too ashamed to give her my little frou-frou handmade one because everyone else had store-bought ones. So did you ever give it to her? No, and, you know, here we are not, not married. Wait. <laughs> All these years later. This is exactly where I went wrong. But wait, so did you have a backup one from the box, like from the store to give her? Or did she not get a Valentine at all? She might not have gotten given one at all. That's so much Which worse. might have ended our marriage prospects, if I think about this it. Is, this is exactly it. You should call her now and tell her all your regrets. Um, I think it's she's doing just fine. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, I think I think that ship has sailed. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty extra, Andrew. So what about you? Do you have any... Uh... Any good Valentine's Day stories? A little bit, but I'm kind of bitter <laughs> about it still. Still? When did this happen? Um, fourth grade. Oh, still bitter? Yeah, a little bit. Well, tell me what happened. Okay. So I had a crush on this little boy named Tyler. Tyler? Entire year. Okay. And I just assumed that every other girl had a crush on him because he was a new kid. So all the girls were... Where's he from? He's from Indiana. Indiana? He's from Indiana, and he moved here. So he moved from Indiana. He was a new kid. He had all the little girls over him, so I thought I had no chance. Clearly. Right? But we were sitting in a little circle in class, and he reveals to me that he had a crush on me, and I thought this is the beginning of something great. (laughs) Right? I take it wasn't. It wasn't. So we decided that after summer, we would be boyfriend and girlfriend. And, okay. I, and I was really excited about it. You had to it. wait like months and months. I had to wait months for this kid. So what happens after summer? So I go to my classroom expecting to be super cool and have a boyfriend and everyone's going to be jealous of me, obviously. Obviously. 
Um, so I go to class and he wasn't there. So I just assumed, oh, you know, he's in the other class. I go to my friends, like, no, didn't you hear? Tyler moved back to Indiana. No! Yes. Oh, that kills me. So, Did you ever find this guy again? I've tried to find him for years on Facebook and he doesn't exist. Wait, can you, can you tell people his name? Is that okay? Oh, is that weird? Can we send a call out? Tyler Flynn. <laughs> Okay, people, here's what we need to do. We need to mobilize the power of this podcast around the world. We have millions of listeners. Find Tyler Flynn. How do you spell Flynn? I have no idea. Probably F-L-Y-N-N. Probably. Or whatever. If you know somebody who briefly for a year lived in Eureka, California, where Bigfoot resides. Right. And Maya Daniel resides too. Uh, we need to hear from you. Uh, our email is feelspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and we both get push notifications <laughs> on that email. So please send us any word on Tyler Flynn. Um, I want to mobilize every listener. Mine needs a Valentine's date for 2017. I mean, they could have been married, honestly. Could have been a whole thing. That's a romance story that needs a happy ending. Right? So audience, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm seeing Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> <laughs>